This is Phantom Electric Ghost, and this is our continuing series of song deconstructions. This particular song we're talking about is called The Freaks of 42nd Street. Um, and this is uh, another live recorded track using our hardware workflow. Uh, it's featuring the kind of, um, you know, tribal beat of a drummer from another mother, which is the Moog uh analog drum machine that we got this year and uh we initially started with the dfam we had a couple of different beats we ran with it but we like this kind of variation of the of the patch that comes with it and the patches on the dfam you have to build from scratch you can't save them it's a pure analog drum machine and so it actually has 1970s patch cardboard cutout sheets that lay or overlays over the synth. And then it tells you the knob position and the CV position in the in the patch bay. And then sometimes from there, we, we, we alter it. So we took the standard patch and then we altered it based on our taste of what we wanted to do. And then that's the primary you know, driving beat in this song. We also uh, were playing with our System 1M uh, we have some modulation going on with that, and then we have our, our Make Noise Math module in our Eurorack, our Arturia 6U. We have that modulating, uh, um, controlling, or doing some utilities on a Mother 32. So there's a 32-step Mother 32 sequence going through a Make Noise mo um, um, Math module. And then we also have um, the Arturia Mini Brute 2S with its six, uh, its sequencer, which is a 64-step sequencer, uh, doing two oscillators and LFO and envelopes that we cu customized to have a, another set of sequencing. So we've got multiple sequencers going on. We've got, you know, a DFAM eight-step sequencer doing a beat. We've got uh, our, our Arturia Beat Step Pro triggering um, System 1M patch. Uh, and then we've got the Arteria 2S running a patch of sequences. Um, you know, so in, in, in Mother 32 is running a sequence, as I said. So there's, there's a lot of complicated sequences going on in this song. And then we kind of simplified it with a hard driving kind of punk guitar through our Juno GI. And then we have our, our Josephine voice running through our, um, our VTO3 vocal transformer and we pretty much did this track live we rehearsed it maybe three times then on the third take we uh put it down and so this this is kind of what we like to do a lot sometimes we'll work out a song and we don't actually separate the vocal track <clears throat> into a separate set of tracks we use our we have our mx1 mixer that we can control levels on so we'll actually control the levels of every instrument through the mx1 and then bring it into a Zoom R24 on tracks one and two, but it, all the tracks have different volume settings in the MX1 mixer. And then on top of that, within our Arturia 6U um, Eurorack, we have a Pittsburgh modular four by two mixer where we can set the levels of our Eurorack modules to different levels as well. So we've got levels on the DFAM being controlled by a Pittsburgh modular mixer before it even hits the System 1M. And then from the System 1M, we do our trick of taking the monophonic signal and outputting it into stereo 
So when it gets recorded into the Zoom, it, it becomes um, a stereo signal. And the same thing happens with our mic. Um, though we use the VTO3 to convert the monophonic signal from the stereo electronics mic into a stereo signal and then feed that into an MX1, run some uh, additional effects on the voice. And just to, just to be clear, the VTO3 has effects already that we use. It's format, it has reverb, it has other profiles that you can run, it has the pitch modulation um, and, and the mixer levels that you can run on it. <clears throat> then you, I run it into the MX-1, it's running on a digital delay through the MX-1. Then it comes into the Zoom and there's a whole nother set of, 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 of effects. So I can uh, attach effects in like three, four different places before it hits the final mix through my hardware workflow. And these are digital and analog effects being applied in real time and being recorded with hardly any compression uh, until it actually goes into recording mode. And when it does recording mode, it's recording to a WAV file, 24-bit, um, you, know, you know, at a high level of resolution. So we don't get a lot of compression in our initial recording. And the only other thing we do is we use Landar.com mastering. On top of that, in this particular um, Landar recording was kind of hot, uh, a lot of a lot of heavy distortion, so we ran it at a at a low mastering setting on Landar, which we typically don't do. We usually use the high setting, but this recording was kind of hot. Like I said, it had had a hot signal, it was really heavy, um, so we we toned it down a little bit because we wanted to keep the kind of industrial nine inch nail hardcore punk who's to do you know, riot girl type of thing going on. So we like to combine genres, as we said. So this is electronica, industrial, and punk. Riot girl all happening at once, which is typical of what we do. Um, so that is um, what this song is today. And uh, we're very excited about a couple of things going on. We got a, um, an OPZ from Teenage Engineering coming. It's an awesome little workstation it's not even though it's little you can't actually define it that way um, because it is uh, a revelation in recording it allows you to have a very small footprint but very powerful machine awesome uh, sequencer and recording you know basically it's a workstation the size of a tv remote we've got it on order uh we're we're very we're going to be very interested in what we can do with it we want to see if we can do different types of edm um, and um, trance type of recordings or even like lo-fi initial demos that we can bring into our workflow and then use it as the source. Kind of like when we use our Make Noise Morphogene. Sometimes we'll sample <clears throat> Phantom Electric Ghost songs and then modify them or overdub you know, additional parts onto original recordings. We will use this um, Teenage Engineering OPZ to create demos, and we also use it for performance when we have to go when we want to go to a show and we have a small footprint. In this way, we're thinking that our Arturia 6U um, gives us a pretty portable synth um, wonderland, and that we have our Mother 32, our DFAM drum machine from Moog, uh, we have an Arturia Mini Brute. We have the Make Noise Math module, the Pittsburgh um, mixing um, 2x4 mixer, and uh, the Moog Mother 32. So if you look at that, we got one oscillator in the Moog Mother 32. We got two oscillators in the DFAM. got two oscillators in the Arturia um, Mini Brute. 
So we've got about, if you look at that, that's five oscillators worth of power from, you know, three different scents, all analog, uh, and then being able to have an analog drum machine. So we can bring on a road an analog drum machine in, in multiple scents. Uh, and then if we had the system, uh, the, the actual Teenage Engineering Mini, I mean, um, OPZ, that would be our central control module, potentially, or just our sequencer. And then what we were thinking is our primary keyboard would be a Roland Axe Edge, which we could just bring one stand and the Axe Edge can actually be on a stand and you can play piano straight on it. And then when you go to do solos, you could put it on your strap and run it like that and have a good presentation mode. So our future family look at the Ghost Roadshow would be the Roland Axe Edge, the Arturia 6U with the modules I noted and an OPZ. Um, and maybe like the VTO3 because that's very small. Or me might update to a VT4. Um, so that is our our anticipated setup, and we might have get update our um, current wireless microphone to ascend, Heiser uh, or Heimer, um, which we used to have, and we liked the sound characteristics of it, and it had a really good signal path. So we're thinking of moving back up to that. We're hoping to hit the road again in twenty nineteen and do some shows in New York and Boston, and in New Hampshire. So. But we will be um, previewing this new road setup before 2019 once we get the Roland Axe. So we'll probably be using the OPZ. We're going to do some product reviews of the OPZ um, but, and our 6U um, concept. Uh, so that will be coming shortly. I mean, we're very excited about the stuff we're doing. we got some cool interviews uh, coming up. we got Synth Girl coming up on Friday. Uh, we're going to be talking to Hydra again. Uh, we're going to be talking to Araya and, and um, we're very excited. And we'll probably bring Kendra Black back on because she's got new material that she's uh, been sending me stuff on. And so we're very excited about all these things. And as always, uh, you can subscribe to Family Electric Ghost and give us some support and some love uh, on our subscription level. We will send you merch. As we indicated, we have some CDs of our earlier albums that we can provide you. Uh, after those run out, we could run our T-shirts again. Um, and we can always send direct downloads of unreleased material or deep material, such as uh, we could send you WAV file versions of the songs on the unreleased albums, which are no longer on streaming services. So we could do that as well. So we have a lot of different options for the subscribers that we can give you a lot of different things. And on top of the CDs, we could always send you MP3s and WAV file versions of those albums as benefits. So if people who subscribe, will be able to do that. We have a catalog, it's very deep uh, with our Bandcamp albums and our SoundCloud and our, you know, what's on the streaming services. We've hit almost 4,000 streams on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music. We've got on SoundCloud, hit, pushing over 2,000 streams this month of our latest stuff. We've got over 76,000 listens on SoundCloud, over 35,000 on Fanburst, uh, about 5,000 Facebook friends. Uh, so we're doing pretty well. We've got um, some uh, agents from Los Angeles going to be talking to us on Friday. Uh, we're always looking to see what we can do in terms of our presence in the indie world, but we're always loving to interview indie artists from around the world uh, to come on the show. We've got the list of people I told you about, Hydra, Araya, and, um, and Synth Girl. So we've got a lot of cool stuff coming, 
and uh, we we thank all the fans for following us for following us and being out there and we've got a lot of new listeners kicking in and we're glad to say that we don't pay for listens or follows our growth is natural growth which we've been working on and we think that it's it's more legitimate not to pay for follows because you know how could these people be true fans if you're paying them to be fans? A fan is a fan. The fan is a fan that likes you without you paying them. And that's what we got to say about that. But, um, yeah, hopefully you, you like what we're doing. You keep on digging us, and we keep on getting listeners every day. We're doing pretty good this month. We're getting a, a, lot, of, a lot of good feedback. So thank you very much, and we'll talk to you later.